Welcome back for another edition of Hoopology. I'm your host, Storm Jenkins, the playoff preview edition. We made it! Playoffs, hey! Playoffs, hey! Today we're going to talk about the poll results from last week, the bubble awards, as well as getting to the East and West matchups. Let's get started. So thanks so much for joining and voting last week for the poll results. TJ Warren topped for the most unexpected superstar, followed by Michael Porter Jr. and Devin Booker. For most surprising team, the Suns were top, followed by the Pacers and the Nuggets. For most concerned, the Jazz topped, then followed the Lakers and Heat. So the bubble awards, um, for first team all bubble, no surprises here really. Devin Booker really showed out with his Suns 8-0. Sorry to see them go. They did a phenomenal job in the bubble and have a lot to build on for next season, as well as congratulations to their coach, Monty Williams, for uh, coach of the bubble. Followed by Luca, Dame Dalla, James Harden, and TJ Warren. So no surprises there. They all had really great stats and really propelled each of their teams to uh, make a good run um, during the seeding games. For second team was mostly all the usual firepower of Giannis and Kawhi. Prozingis really um, worked himself back into good shape. Um, two superstar standouts are uh, Karis LeVert of the Nets and Michael Porter Jr. of Denver. So let's get started with uh, the matchups. So matchups right now for the East, we're looking at, you know, some interesting, but not so, there really is only one big kind of a like question mark with it, which is at the four and five spot with the Pacers and Heat game. I think that's the most, that's going to be one of the most spicy matchups, which is one of our poll questions, which are, what are the spicy matchups for this first round playoffs? Uh, Bucks sitting at the first and Magic at the eighth. It's going to be some good um, playoff experience for Mikel Fultz and Aaron Gordon and team the Magic, but I just don't see them holding off. Uh, the Bucks uh, maybe get a game, but that's uh, I'm not I'm not really too confident about them getting anything more than one game against the Bucks. This will be a good test for the Bucks to see how they're clicking. Um, the bubble uh, games really didn't show us too much because they really didn't have much to play for. Giannis played probably the least amount of like superstar minutes um, for anybody on any team um, thus far. So this will be a good first first round to kind of like get get into playoff mode, playoff shape, and, and, and move forward uh, for their quest to get into the finals. Uh, for the 2-7 and seven matchup, the Raptors and the Nets, as I mentioned, Karis LeVert, good uh, second team, um, all bubble. He's definitely been showing, showing some good signs with the Nets, who are just completely depleted as far as their roster is concerned. The Raptors, it's really interesting that they are um, a little bit overlooked, being that they are the championship team coming into this uh, playoff series. So they're really clicking. Nick Nurse has has them doing really great things on offense and defense. So this should be a pretty easy easy move to the second round for for the Raptors. The other interesting matchup, uh, Celtics and Sixers. Although the Sixers won the regular series matchup, no Ben Simmons. Joel Embiid has had his struggles with a few different injuries throughout the the bubble. Now, the Celtics side, Kemba's still working himself back into, I think, um, shape. 
Uh, he did show some good promise. They have a lot of weapons, but they are, you know, it's going to be hard to see who's going to really guard Embiid. They're going to definitely need to do a double team and help defense uh, to get Embiid uh, basically out of the paint and, and move him further and further out. So, and then who's going to pick up the slack as far as scoring for for the Sixers at this point? Um, but I think the Celtics will prevail. They have too much, uh, too many um, players, Tatum, Jalen Brown, Gordon Hayward, to really have a balanced offense as well as a good defense. Uh, Marcus Smart is a great defensive player. And I think he, as long as others, will continue to move forward um, to get into that second round. On the west side, a lot more spicy matchups. I think the Lakers-Blazers, this has to be one of the tougher uh, first-round matchups, I think, that LeBron has faced in in quite some time with the Blazers. The Blazers definitely, with that play-in game, you know, shouts out to the NBA for, for, for having that. I think that really was a great excitement builder to lead into the playoffs with... And then the Blazers, they have really benefited from that um, stoppage with COVID because they've been able to get Nurkic back. They've been able to get Collins back. Don't forget about Whiteside. Gary Trent Jr. has really emerged in the bubble. And CJ McCollum, he finally, you know, had a great breakout game um, in that fourth quarter against the Grizzlies. Whatever back issues he's been having, he's definitely... um, He's definitely been showing some great promise, and they're going to need him as well as, you know, great, great work by Carmelo Anthony. He's been uh, steady um, along with Dame to to make that Blazers team a really formidable opponent um, against the Lakers. Once you get past LeBron and AD, there really is a huge um, drop off. Kyle Kuzma has definitely shown some brilliance in the bubble. Uh, and consistency, but other than that, they really are, you know, a, a bit of a mishmash of players, and and we'll see who kind of shows up and shines. It's going to be a game to game, matchup to matchup, you know, series as far as who's going to be that third, third score, fourth score. If they can get AD and in foul trouble and really frustrate him, I, I can see definitely the Blazers you know, basically being able to take a few games uh, remains to be seen just how far they can take it against LeBron um, and the Lakers. Uh, the other, one of the other spicy matchups is the four and five seat Rockets and OKC Thunder. No Russell Westbrook for at least the first two games. So this puts a really big um, damper on the Rockets chances definitely to, to continue to go far into the playoffs. Because the fact that if Russ Brook isn't there, you have a lot more weight on James Harden. Um, P.J. Tucker is guarding Steven Adams in the middle, so that should be a tough matchup for him. Covington has shown some good good flashes um, as a pickup uh, midseason. And then you have Eric Bledsoe is going to be starting for Russell Westbrook for at least the first few games. OKC, on the other hand, they've been really clicking. They had some ups and downs in the bubble, but they still continue to show dominance. Chris Paul, um, Shai is doing very well. Uh, Schroeder, Adams, as I mentioned, they're definitely clicking. Uh, if they can continue to get points on the board and, and play some really great defense, I think they definitely may may you know edge out on the Rockets um, to make it into the second round. One of the uh, sleeper uh, matchups is this Denver Jazz Jazz matchup at three and six. 
the Jazz, as, as, as everybody voted, are, were most concerned about them and their playoff identity. Conley is out of the bubble. He's expecting his, uh, a, a new child, so he has left the bubble. So that definitely throws a bit of a wrench into the Jazz. They were already having identity issues even when Conley was playing. So this is going to put a lot on Donovan Mitchell's shoulders. Rudy Gobert really needs to set up against Joker and, and, and on the defensive side. And then Jordan Clarkson is going to be asked to do a lot more on offense as well. He was also a great pickup midseason. But I think the the Denver team just has a little bit too much. Uh, the emergence of Michael Porter Jr., Jamal Murray being back, Djokovic, they really have a great squad and definitely could advance to, to the next round against the Jazz. Now, the Clippers and Mavericks. This matchup, is is really interesting in the sense that this is you have Luca and Porzingis, another team that has benefited from that rest with Porzingis coming back from injury. Luca really being able to rest and like watch film and get better during the um, time off, and they seem to have some good um, flashes during these uh, seeding games. Whereas the Clippers, they've had you know more people out out of the bubble than in the bubble. And so trying to get that chemistry going, but Kawhi and PG, two of the best um, ma- matchups uh, offensively as well as they're on the great defensive side. So they really can lock down people as well as, you know, get their shots up on the on the offensive side. Lou Williams, Matrosa Harrell, you have some really good players there to also pick up the slack uh, for PG and Kawhi to add to the mix. And really well coached by Doc Rivers. So this is really their time to shine. Um, even though they're in the two spot, they definitely, you know, have that time to shine. Uh, and this this matchup against the the Mavericks will will have some, you know, interesting combinations. But I think the Clippers should should um, move on to the second round for for that. Let's also talk about the stats leaders for that they released for the regular season. So really interesting that Harden was. Uh, leading for total and average for points as well as uh, um, total for steals which I uh, found that to be interesting uh, steals per game though Ben Simmons uh, topped that for rebounds uh, overall Gobert got that one but per game um, Andre Drummond got that one Luca led everybody with triple doubles with 17 he's definitely going to need as many as possible um, when he's playing against the Clippers and to not see Wessel Rusbuck's uh, name for triple doubles w- was um, kind of shocking a bit. And LeBron, before going into the season, he says he's trying to you know broaden and, and broaden his horizons and, and and work on his game. So he he definitely accomplished that with the assist total um, per game as well as um, overall. And then for blocks, Whiteside of uh, the Blazers um, led that category. So some some interesting um, stats leaders for that. So let's talk about poll questions for for this week. So who's the player that's going to be um, missing the most uh, for for um, their respective teams? Is it Ben Simmons? Is it Russell Westbrook? Is it Mike Conley? Or is it Avery Bradley? So you go in and vote. I'll have that on Twitter later on today for you. Um, spiciest matchups. Who do you think for the first round? Is it the Lakers, Blazers, OKC, and Rockets? Or is it the Heat, Pacers? Let me know. And who's going to be the most surprising player in the first round? That's going to be a write-in. 
I'm really not sure. I mean, could it be Dame Dollar? You know, could it be Jimmy Butler? Could it be T.J. Warren? Could it be you know Chris Paul? Yeah, we really don't know. So who's going to be who's going to emerge as uh, the most um, surprise you know interesting player for the uh, first round matchup? Thanks so much for tuning in. This is Storm Jenkins for Hoopology. Next week we'll have a review of this first week of the playoffs. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.